Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, we will be discussing that my financial advisor knows nothing. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas. We're just a couple of days before the big day. Uh, We thought we would do a special podcast. And the idea behind this podcast is many of you will be getting together with family and friends over the holidays. Hopefully not too many. I think the current restrictions are 10. The COVID is is back on on the headlines. Not that it ever left, but uh, obviously with Omicron uh, being out there so much, um, you're, you're being restricted. But that doesn't mean you're not going to be getting into discussions with family and friends about some of the successes they've had over the last year. And you're going to hear most likely about their winners. You're going to hear about the investment that they bought and how much money they made. You're not going to hear about their losers. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's like uh, there's a lot of good drivers out there. Not many people admit to being a bad driver. And it's uh, there's a few things out there that people just don't want to be uh, bad at. Driving, uh, stocks, and I won't go into the third one, but uh, people don't like to admit things. So, so that's what you always tend to hear is all the great stories about their achievements and how well they've done. But we know for every a great idea that they always told us. So when you look at the market average, for every one person that's above the average, there has to be an equal person below the average. And as uh, Fama and French once said, they said that's not uh, theory, that's just mathematics. So you know if someone said they did way better than the, the, the market, there's another person in the corner that's not saying anything, that was on the other end of that scale, right? So I always think what's interesting about this is when you hear it, you, first of all, you're, you're sort of a little jealous. And then you start believing that this person has information or a skill set that you don't have. And you start going, well, geez, maybe I should be following what they're doing as opposed to what my financial advisor is recommending. So, Mike, if the person actually knew something, what are some of the things that we don't know anything about? Well, there's a bunch of things. You know, right now we're in an inflationary environment. We don't know where this is going to end up. Even the government, they started off, all these geniuses out there told us this was, you know, transitory inflation for a temporary uh, time during COVID. Now the governments have all of a sudden put their professional and say, well, it's no longer transitory. This might continue in the future. So, you know, obviously they didn't know what they were talking about a year ago. And again, we go to the next subject, COVID, which from day one has changed, you know, remember at first we were all worried about touching everything because we're they, they thought it was uh, on all you know, desktops and everything, we were spraying everything. And all of a sudden they came up one day and said, no, no, you can't get it that way. It's all through the air. So then we had to adjust all our way. But you think the professionals would understand from day one how this stuff works, but they don't. I mean, they're human beings. They have to go and study it and research it. So it's taken a while. We know a lot more than we did two years ago, but I'm sure we're still going to discover more things. So what about interest rates? Do we know about interest rates? Like we hear that interest rates are going to go up, but do we actually know that? Well, we've been hearing interest rates are going to go up for the last five years, and we've continued to see them go down. I guess the only caveat around that is there's really nowhere for them to go that's any lower, but they could potentially stay the same. You know, if COVID continues to, let's say this Omicron continues to spread, the government said they're going to uh, talk about raising interest rates next April, but that will pivot on the idea that things are getting better. If they're not getting better, 
I don't think they're going to start to raise interest rates. They actually said they had plans for two raises in 2022 and two raises in 2023. So they've sort of mapped out how they think things will play out. In all likelihood, things won't play out like that at all. Do you have any idea how the market's going to do over the next year? Not a clue. So hold it. You're my advisor. You don't know anything about inflation. You don't know anything about market returns. You, you said you didn't know anything about how COVID will play out. What else don't you know? <laughs> I'm not very good at much, am I? You really aren't. No, I don't know why people even use us. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised myself. Somehow they're still here after 30 years. I've been reading a few books about global warming and tremendously dire predictions. And, and you know, I, I believe a lot of it. I believe, I believe that there are some really bad things happening in the world. Does anyone know how this is going to play out? No, you don't. You go back to the 70s. Remember, we're going to run out of oil in the 70s. You know, the, the idea that we'd have no oil and cars would have to come to a, a, a halt on the streets because now we have more oil in the world and name would ever, no one ever talks about run out of oil anymore. So a lot of these things, you know, the ideas are there, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come to fruition like they, they said, talk about. What about cryptocurrencies? How's that going to play out over the next year? I mean, we're already, you know, approaching 7,000 cryptocurrencies out in the marketplace. Is that going to be the next real thing? Any idea on how that's going to unfold? Because there's a lot of people out there that's saying it's the next real thing and you need to get your money into it right now. It's a thing. I can guarantee it's going to be a thing, but we don't know if it's going to be, you know, the new innovation of the future. It's going to be one of those things that takes down the marketplace. So we're not sure. Number one, we know it exists and it will continue to exist, but we don't know which cryptocurrencies are people are going to move toward and what the valuations. So the idea isn't really if cryptocurrency is going to be there two years from now. Yeah, it will. It will be what valuations will they have and which ones will have survived. You're a financial advisor. Surely you know where the government's going to go with changes in income tax. What are some of the changes you think are going to happen? So the big ones, the one concern is the capital gain inclusion rate. We're now at 50%. Been a lot of talk about raising that. So, so how long that has that talk been really going on? Oh, I think last five years. So five years we've been talking about it. Some people have actually made changes because of income tax potential changes, and none of those changes have actually occurred. Yep. And we're so, still in a minority government too. So it's not that easy for people to, to make these changes and get them through. You know, when you have a majority of government, you can see the government's going to change something and it may happen in the near future, but we're still dealing with minority governments. So if you and I don't know all of this stuff, and we don't know any other financial advisors who know any of this information, why would you believe your brother-in-law, your sister-in-law, your uncle, or your son knows how things are going to unfold and which are the best investments for 2022? Well, because they told you about that one stock they made a lot of money on. <laughs> exactly. So so let's go to the other side of this. What, what do we know? What are some of the things as advisors that we know about and that are, are generally public knowledge? We have a lot of history that we've studied over the years. And we've seen, we haven't seen COVID, but we've seen other situations that were world changing. We've seen world wars. We've seen massive recessions. We've seen depressions. We've seen a Spanish flu. We've seen all, we have we have a history of all these things that have hit the world before, and what the world looks like ten years later and twenty years later. 
everything is its own individual market when you look at a one year or a six month diagram of it. But when you look over a five or 10 year period, you can see some commonalities in the marketplace. What about stocks versus bonds? What do we know about history stocks versus bonds? Are you better to be an owner of a stock or a loaner of a bond? There's a premium. We've always looked at that. There's a premium. It's called a risk premium. And when you're willing to take risk in your capital, you get paid more. Otherwise, you wouldn't take that risk. The markets wouldn't work. That's why the markets work, because people get paid for their risk of capital. What about large companies versus small companies? Why do small companies historically do better over time? We know risk and return are related. And a smaller company has more risk. And you wouldn't invest in a smaller company if you didn't expect a higher rate of return. So they're priced accordingly. Value versus growth. That's one we talk about a lot in many of our podcasts. What's, wh why does value outperform growth over time? Value is uh, when, you, when you buy growth stocks, you're going to pay a premium for things that everyone's comfortable with. So when you buy a value stock, all of a sudden it's discounted because not everyone wants to buy it at that time. It's cheaper. You know, if you go to the grocery store and you buy cheaper goods, you're going to end up with There's a more risk. money. There's a reason. And at the end of the day, you end up with more money in your wallet. And value stocks are not the glamour stocks. They're not the big names that everyone is dying to jump on top of. They're not the, you know, they're not the Amazons. They're not the Teslas, all these flashy companies, but they might be the Fords in the world and still building cars. And, you know, Ford is going to build electric cars and, you know, Volkswagen is actually passed by Tesla in the amount of electric cars they build. And so they're not as flashy as the Tesla, but we know they're still going to make money. It's interesting. I was buying something the other day in the grocery store uh, yesterday, and I looked at the expiry date, and it was yesterday. Now, the good news is we were planning to have it last night for dinner, but I realized I was taking a risk. My my reward was I got what I needed to get. My The, the, the risk was maybe the expiry date was actually the day before, and, and maybe I would have made my whole family sick. So risk and return are always related. What do we know about saving versus spending? The more you spend, the less you have. The more you save, the more you have. It's a pretty simple equation. Who like, comes out further ahead, spenders or savers? Savers. Again, we're not that smart as advisors. <laughs> we just we're know not, the rules. Right? Yeah, I think <laughs> you made that. Things. You know, you told me about that. Our best clients are our savers, not our spenders. That was many years ago. Uh, what about investing versus speculating? Who comes out further ahead in that? Generally, in the investors, I mean, speculation does pay off every now and again. And so does Vegas. Right? Some people do actually win at Vegas, come back, and it was a great deal for them. But the majority of the time, the investors will outperform the speculators. And finally, what about diversification? Is it all it's cracked up to be? What's the advantage of being diversified? It's the only free lunch out there in the marketplace. And in all the books and all of everything that I've read that's genuine and from knowledgeable people, the only free lunch out there is diversification. It's the only time where you can go and have the same rate of return with less risk involved. So I want to go back to, and I've heard this many times told to me by clients or former clients, my advice, you as my advisor, you know nothing. I know people who know things and I'm going to go and give my money to people who know things. But you and I have learned, you're 25 years, I'm 30 years, you and I have learned that financial advisors don't know anything about the future. The media knows far less about the future. Lawyers know nothing about the future. Accountants definitely know nothing about the future. Salespeople, no, nope, they don't know much about the future. And politicians, 
they're still struggling with the past. They have no idea on how things are going to unfold. So it's funny, financial advisors, what we know about, and this is sometimes hard to get your uh, mind around, we understand behavior, right? And it's more important to to understand investor behavior than understand what the future is going to look like. And we understand when people are behaving badly, and we can see that future. We know if people are spending more than they're saving, we, we know that behavior is going to have a bad result. We know if people behave in a manner where they're running after a speculative investments, we know that behavior of being jealous and envious of other people who are doing that is going to have a bad result. So we've seen these behaviors before. We can't control the markets. We can't control anything on the outside. We can't control the government. We can't control the media. We can't control lawyers. We can't control all the salespeople out there. Our goal is to basically control investor behavior to put it in their best interest. And so by be controlling investor behavior, we stick to the things that we do know. Market history, saving versus spending, diversification. All of those things that we do know, those are the basics. What we don't know is what the future holds. If I know if a client starts to buy some weird stocks, I know where it's going. You know, I've seen that behavior before and I know what it leads to. I know when people stop saving money, when people all of a sudden hit that 45-year-old and they're doing really well and they've all of a sudden decided they don't need to save any money, any more money. I know what that leads to. I know what it looks like 10 years later. I know what their retirement plan is going to look like. I know how those things are going to fall apart because we've seen this behavior many times and I can recognize and you can recognize, both of us have seen it so many times, as soon as we see that first inkling of that behavior coming up, we know what it leads to. And our goal is to basically recognize as soon as we start to see that behavior happening, as soon as we see that person say, I want to buy this stock I heard about in the locker room. You go, okay, that's bad behavior. This is going to lead to a bad place. Or, you know, uh, I don't feel like I'm going to stop my pre-authorized credit on a monthly basis just for a while. We know what that leads to. And that's what we can help out and control. Absolutely. So this Christmas, when you're having that conversation with your brother-in-law, you can listen to it. Certainly don't act upon it. He knows nothing. Your financial advisor knows nothing. And the good news is no one really knows how the future will unfold. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.